Hey guys, welcome back to a new episode. It is your host, Matilda. And it's Hadiza, your other host. And you're listening to the Africa Lipso podcast. How's everyone doing this week? It's been a really long week, for me at least. Haditha, how's it been for you? It's been, like, busy, mostly. I just had lots of, like, schoolwork to do and stuff like that, so yeah. mostly busy and tiring, long, just yeah. Stressful week Stressful, hours. yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt this week. In the past week on Twitter, a lot of people have been talking about um how Nigerian parents don't say, I love you, mm-hmm. and that's why a lot of us are emotionally stunted. <laughs> Law. Yeah, I mean, like, there's some fact to it. Like, what do you think? We're, we're not ones to really, like, follow the Twitter trends on this podcast, but I just wanted to get your opinion on what you think about About, it. like, that? I mean, yeah. I guess so. Like, I mean, if you compare us to, like, cultures where, like, they say I love you a lot more, maybe the children do express love a lot better. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you have two Nigerians who are not expressing love, then to both of them, it's, like, normal. It's until you come out to a society where, like, love is being expressed normally then like you start to see oh wow okay maybe something is actually wrong but then if you're within a society where that's not the case then like it seems normal to you sort of Mm-hmm. until you're exposed to something else the thing is like the world right now is very global mm-hmm. in the sense that we're seeing like the pros and cons of each society mm-hmm. i think everyone is now starting to see but then i think what people are not accounting for is that like in our parents generation their parents were never like that mm-hmm. that is all they ever knew but no i was seeing some stories on twitter mm-hmm. honestly some parents are abusers. No, no, like, no. For real. And I don't know if your parents being Nigerian is correlated to your parents being abusive. I don't think so. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I think that's the distinction we should make. Mm-hmm. But then is it that majority of Nigerian parents are abusive? I think it, the, the key thing here is looking at like what you're comparing it to. So obviously if you're comparing it to Western society where like if you lay your hand on your child, they can take your child away, then yeah, sure. But then Nigerian society does have some level of tolerance beating though like okay okay i don't want us to like dwell too Mm -hmm. much on this because we can i mean if you guys want us to do an episode on that we can for sure do a full episode Mm -hmm. talking about it Mm -hmm. i have so many opinions but Mm -hmm. like i don't think either of us had you know abusive parents Parents. like which is why which is why i say like like i feel like obviously like in every society you're going to have abusive parents Mm -hmm. right and I, i don't think it's a Nigerian thing to have abusive parents. I think there's going to be a fraction of parents that are abusive. And if you don't have a system that checks for abusive parents, you know, the fraction is going to increase slightly. But I don't believe mm-hmm. that Nigeria, it's something in That's particular, particular to, Nigerian. to Nigerians. Because also, also here you have very abusive parents, but then because you also have very strict laws, it kind of contains Controls all of that. Them, yeah. But then in Nigeria, there's nothing controlling anyone. They can do a madness yeah, and so get away with it. I think that's just the difference. Yeah. Anyways, like, we'll jump right into our topic. Because we heard you guys, you guys said you want the episodes to be around, like, 40 to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to try doing that. But yeah. you know we like talking, so, like, yeah, we can't promise anything, but we can try. <laughs> so, today, we're talking about hair, black hair specifically, because that's what we have. And um, the reason I chose this topic was because I, I just, I thought about it. And, like, I, I think recently I started having a really complex relationship with my hair. Um, 
especially now that I'm moving from like a school setting to like, in quotes, the professional working society yeah, mm-hmm. in a Western society. Mm-hmm. I'm really starting to see that there's like so much complexities with our hair and like it's usually not talked about. It's not even known about, it's not just mm-hmm. to white people because white people be the most, okay, the white people in gen, like I'm generalizing, but they be the most ignorant people like mm-hmm. about our hair. But yeah. even black men. No, black men don't know anything about They it. don't know anything about it, which is what is even so annoying because like when I wanted to talk about this topic, I brought it up to one of my friends that's male. Catch your sub. Catch your sub if you're listening, bro. Um, but like, yeah, I brought it up to him and he was like, oh, what do you mean you want to talk about black hair? What's there to talk about? What do you mean what's there to talk about? So many things. What? What? And then I was telling him about like, you know, like last year when I was doing the internship, mm-hmm. I literally kept one hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys were tired of me. And, but oh, like yeah, I, was, yeah. <laughs> I just I kept one hair because I didn't want them asking me questions mm-hmm. about like oh what's your real hair mm. which was the extensions that they just asking questions so I just kept one consistent hair but then I realized that it's because I'm trying to conform mm-hmm. so anyways yeah that's why what what are your thoughts on like hair especially in this Western so my thoughts generally is like of course people don't know a lot about black hair. In fact, people don't know anything about black hair here, except you're black or you have, you've lived with a black person, a black woman specifically. I mean, there are black men who probably have like, if a black man carries his hair long, you know, you would experience the same thing with a black man. But mostly if you are living with a black woman, you get to see how the hair care is very different. So I feel like a lot of people here don't really know a lot about black hair and even black men too, like what Matilda said. Um, I also think that a lot of black women also don't know about black hair because a lot of women are just get, some people still have relaxed hair. Some people, some people are getting over that relaxed phase even till now. And like, they're trying to transition into being natural or some people just have natural hair and they're just like, not sure what to do with it or like how to style it or how to make it look appealing to people who don't know anything about black hair right mm-hmm. because we, it's like regardless of what you do people in the western society look at it like oh this is trash or what yeah. you have on your hair like no matter what you do your natural hair will just look like unkept to, to them. them right yeah well, oh yeah so there was a time actually so for me I, I've always been like, like I've all, okay, so I, my hair story, this is my hair story, yeah. right? So. What's your hair story? Uh, Tell us about uh, it. Uh, uh, yeah, go. Yes, okay. girl. So, okay, go. <laughs> guy. So my hair story is like, so I started off natural, obviously. Every black child starts off with natural no, hair. No. As in, starts off with natural hair growing out of their scalp. I, I, okay, when I talk about my hair stories, I don't really remember a time when my hair was natural when I was small. That's I feel like once it like reached a considerable length, my mom was like, relax, relax. So, but anyways, yeah. Okay. So tell me about Damn, it. Yeah, that's serious. No, yeah. for me, like I've had natural hair for the long, like I had natural hair till I was eight. Mm-hmm. My mom also wanted to do what Matilda's mom did, which is relax my hair at the very first sight of natural hair. Yeah. But my dad was like, my dad, never wanted me to relax my hair like he wanted me to keep it natural and stuff because he didn't believe in the chemicals and stuff like that but my mom found it difficult to make my hair because i also had really tender hair and there's a thing okay so my hair is 4c so 4c is defined as like really so think of a spring essentially but it's made up of hair imagine 
that basically and that is your hair just springs on your head yeah that is like natural hair essentially so it's really hard to comb it's really hard to you can imagine trying to comb a spring like it's really hard to comb really hard to take care of and my mom was stressed she wasn't she was wasn't having it so me too at that time i started to see you know i started to watch a lot of media and then you know a lot of girls have straight hair and i was like oh i want my hair to be straight i want my hair to touch my back because like i would stretch out my hair and then it would reach like my back and i'm like oh mommy so much potential i just i yeah so much potential guys that that's all is locked yeah, yeah yeah so i i told my mom i wanted to relax it and my mom begged my dad and my dad said sure so they relaxed it when you were eight i was eight so after a while of relaxing it i started to realize my hair started to turn brown from black because i have like dark hair and i would i didn't like the color of brown like on me like i like really like the black like how dark my hair was so i started to like dislike relaxed hair and then i started to find the straight hair irritating like this was when i was 10 or 11 <laughs> like i was like why is it like on me like i, I hate the fact that it's just on my back, you know, back and I, I just like i started to just hate the real straight hair so my hair luckily my hair started falling out by in, itself yeah by itself like it, it just felt my energy and i was like nah we need to go so like yeah, yeah seven year eight my hair started falling out like as in just started dropping dropping mm-hmm. dropping and then that's how i just became natural my head just <laughs> not fell by out. choice no not by choice my head just <laughs> fell out but then i started to really love my natural hair and stuff so okay fast forward to here so i've i've had natural hair for quite a bit of time so like most of your life yeah most of honest. my life yeah. yeah so i i feel like i'm very comfortable with my my hair like i can i can literally switch hairstyles like in five weeks i have natural hair next five weeks i have braids next five weeks um i have a different hairstyle like i I switch anyhow so i used to work at this store and like i carried my hair natural one time in the beginning of the store i was i had braids or something and so finally i carried my natural hair out i was like okay you know I take my hair out, carry it out. I had it in a puff, like a like an afro, like a fro. I don't really remember the style. I think it was a fro. And then my manager was like, um Excuse Excuse me, can you <laughs> sleek your hair back, please? Like Sweet. this is not the place for that. Like you shouldn't have that on your hair. Like, what's that? And I'm like, That's how my hair grows. And I was like, um, sure. Like I just said sure because okay. I didn't know what to, but I didn't do it. Yeah. Did she keep up with the like a microaggression? Yeah, she kept stuff? up. Like she told another coworker to come tell me I to sleep my hair it. back. I, I said sure, but I still didn't do oh, it. Oh, you kept saying sure. sure, but I didn't do it. I just like left the store like that. Like I mean you didn't really like it. I didn't like it anyway, so yeah. I was like bye. <sighs> Man, I, I I haven't had like actual microaggressions with hair because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a very big conformist. Mm-hmm. Growing up, my mom literally relaxed my hair like mm. all through. Even when she'd make my hair and it'd be too tight. My mom cut my hair one day when she was just like, see, I can't deal with this. I can't deal. Like, wait, you, wait, wait. Was it after you relaxed your hair? She then cut it again. She made it really tight. Okay. And I was like, this is really tight, Bobby. And she's like, see, I don't have your time. She cut it. Wow. Maybe this place to maybe this place to be um I don't want to play my mom as like mm-hmm. this very like angry friend. No, she's not. Like mm-hmm. she's legit. I don't know what it was. I can imagine being an adult and like you're just trying to help help this child and, and then they're just, crying like, about Yeah, I get it. But like, yeah, I haven't like when I was small, my hair was never natural. A lot of people's hair was relaxed. Yeah, and I think our parents our parents' generation was at a time when I feel like a lot of things that they did was trying to set us up 
to be more Western white. white. Yeah. Because, yeah, because like even with the language thing, for instance, like how a lot of people thought that if you raised your kids up speaking your language, they might have a problem with English, which would put them as a, at a disadvantage. Oh, yeah, true, true. Right. So yeah. all those things, like they want us, like even up to now, like when I decided to go natural and it became a thing because, okay, first of all, coming here, my hair was also relaxed. My mm-hmm. hair has never been good. And I think it's because like, once it grows even just a bit, mm-hmm. they relax it. And relaxer is really bad for your hair. It's, like really bad it's for your chemical. hair, your scalp, everything. Oh, yeah, like it burns. Yeah, like, it burns. For it's burn. Oh my like, God. Sometimes I remember times when after relaxing my hair, I would literally have scabs yeah, on my same. scalp. Yeah, same. Like that's a normal thing. Yeah. That's a normal thing yeah. for like relaxing your hair. So my hair was really bad. Mm-hmm. And then like my, <laughs> yo, I actually really received a lot of insults. Like people from my mom's side would be like, you know, like your hair is, um, it grows bad. It's not fine. Da 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 da. Your hair is thin. Da da. So they it's on me. But you're the one, like relaxing the hair. Like you're literally the one, you yeah. know. But so like when I came here, my hair was still relaxed, and then I didn't really know how to care for it. Mm-hmm. And like the thing is that Canada's weather is really harsh. Mm-hmm. I had a weave, and then I did a leave out, mm-hmm. and it chopped That's my worst, hair. Yeah. Like chopped my hair. So after my first year hair, I went back home and I did a big chop. Like mm-hmm. I cut it to the start. And then I started growing it natural. And like, my hair has legit been flourishing. In fact, I know someone, she listens to this podcast. So if you know, it's you. Yeah, Catch yourself. Catch yourself. This girl's hair throughout secondary school, we were there for five years. Mm-hmm. Her hair never grew past a level. Mm-hmm. Like, it was literally the same like Everyone would be like, yo, when is your hair growing? <laughs> and like, she came here and then she, she went natural and her hair is growing, like legit, her hair is long. So like, mm-hmm. it's just like, I guess in hindsight, we know better now, mm-hmm. but I mean, there's some people's hair that are good still, mm-hmm. like even though they relax it mm-hmm. for ease and everything. Yeah. But I think in general, it's people cute. should really start thinking about the chemicals we're putting on our hair. Like Chris Rock even did a, you know, that documentary he did, I think it's called good hair Mm. you guys should check it out Mm -hmm. i watched that thing and i was like oh yeah he's actually starting a conversation Mm -hmm. i think it was around the time when like this natural hair Hair movement movement was really started Yeah. yeah so yeah I mean, yeah, that's my um, journey with hair and everything. But then there's the struggle of natural hair, like swimming. Mm-hmm. I used to be on my school swim team, but like I haven't swam in like years mm-hmm. now because like my hair shrinks every time that mm-hmm. I... Oh yeah, if this is some... If you're a black man and you're listening to this and you didn't know what shrinkage is, because so many black men don't know what shrinkage is. Mm-hmm. Your hair basically shrinks when, when it's natural. It shrinks when it touches water. So like every time I go swimming and everything, it just shrinks or yeah. I affects whatever hair I have on yeah. and everything. So, so basically, you can go from... You literally go from having, like... A full hair. A full hair to, like, your hair looking like you just chopped it. Like, Legend sometimes... Lucas. Yeah, sometimes I have people ask me if I cut my hair. Just because of shrinkage. Just because of shrinkage, right? So, yeah. Hmm. It looks like that. And then people are always confused the next day when they see your hair, like, blown out or, like, just stretched a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's so, I mean, we've already gotten in topic and there's so much to talk about with black hair, mm-hmm. but, um, let, let's just talk a bit about like the history of black hair, like going back to our ancestors and, um, in their culture and everything. Mm-hmm. Like black hair is even right now is very political. It's mm-hmm. very like, it says so much. I think people need to realize that our hair 
in back in like when we were tribes, it played a significant role in the status and identity in African tribes. Mm-hmm. So it was a way to identify everyone's social status based on ethnicity, your social rank, your marital status, mm-hmm. your wealth, your fertility, mm-hmm. manhood, religion. So if you saw someone and you saw their hair back mm-hmm. then, you could tell, okay, you are from this tribe or you're a, you're a warrior, you're a married woman. or mm-hmm. So your hair literally told, told you. Like, told a story told about a you. story about you. And then when the slavery thing happened, when they would take people on these ships, the first thing they would do with people's hair is to shave their mm-hmm. heads. So like they already lost their identity mm-hmm. with that. And like even all the hairstyles we do right now, like twisting, braiding, adding extensions, wool, they used to also have like clay. Like they would match oh, yeah, it in clay. clay. There's some tribes still do that now. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Really? Yeah, there's a tribe in... It's not a West African tribe, but like they they basically mud their hair. They look brownish-reddish because they also like use mud to cover their skin because of the harsh sun Sun and stuff like that. So they have this paste they mix. They mix kind of like clay and like animal fats and like other things. And then they use it to like lock it looks like they're locking their hair in like big dreads so it's a protective hair yeah, protective hair yeah basically. so all these things are basically to protect our hair so like mm-hmm. when we do all these although we'll go and say it later mm-hmm. when we do all these intricate hairstyles it's because like when we leave our hair out it literally cuts mm-hmm. because it's, it, it our hair is so tight mm-hmm. like the curls are so tight that we need to like braid them we need to keep them protected mm-hmm. or they'll twist together and just like break off i mean yeah if you're a black girl listening to this you know the struggle yeah but like somehow a lot of people don't know about mm-hmm. this yeah Let's talk about extensions and weaves because it's a really touchy topic. Like, has anyone, Ed, like a white person or anything ever asked you, like, why do you use extensions? Yeah. I'm okay. For me personally, I don't use like weaves or like I, I can use a wig, but like my, if I'm wearing a wig, like it has to be natural hair looking. Like I'm not a fan of straight wigs. That's well, for but me. like even before going into the mm-hmm. straightness of it all, because yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a whole category. Mm-hmm. But like extensions, even to start with. Okay, extensions like things you attach to your hair. So people most more likely I get asked, "Is that your real hair?" <laughs> Always. And then you tell like usually I say no because I like having to educate people about <laughs> my, my guys hair. say usually. <laughs> most times ever, I say no. Um, I think yes. I think. I think maybe once I've said yes because I wasn't really ready to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't ready to answer any questions. But like usually I say no because I like having conversations. Oh my gosh, did I tell you? I I think I told you already. There was this time Mm because I work in retail right now, and like this woman comes up, she's checking out her stuff. She's white, by the way, and she's like, "Where can I get a wig from?" Mm. I'm like, "Why is it me?" Mm. See, you see, there's a white girl beside me. There's Two white girls in front of me. Mm. Why didn't you ask anyone else? And my hair isn't is braided and everything. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Where can I get a wig from? I'm not even wearing a wig because I'm black. She probably assumed because you're black, you most likely wear wigs. So, oh my gosh, that's just li- these little microaggressions. Like it's, I, I guess they don't know. I guess they don't understand because for that one, I I can see maybe her line of thinking. Like she's like, oh, you're black. Oh, I know. Maybe maybe she understands that. Some black girls wear wigs a lot more than white women. But the the um key there is some. Yeah. Not all. But then why she, am I the representative for she, all the black girls that so, wear wigs? So but because like black people are the minor I feel like 
I feel like black, I feel like because black people are not as much as white people, if there is a common misconception about black people, I feel like every other person is always looking for a way to like prove the bias essentially. Like, oh, okay, so if you said yes, you know where wigs are kept, she would be like, ah, yes, all black girls know where wigs are kept. They see you actually as a representative of, of like all black yeah, girls. Yeah, they, they may not be thinking of it in that way. Like, if it doesn't come to it's mind, it's not necessarily that way, but- malicious, but it's something that I feel like they need to start thinking about. Especially with, like, my hair is a very touchy topic. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was working on the internship last year, mm-hmm. like, I feel like I'm repressed in talking about my hair. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, in all honesty, I haven't come to a full acceptance mm-hmm. about my hair in the sense that sometimes when I wear extensions for such a long time mm-hmm. I, and I want to take out my hair, I'm just like, I don't want people to keep asking me questions like, mm-hmm. oh, so you had extensions on. Mm-hmm. And like, even in first year, there would be times that, oh, I changed my hair. I was in a group with some white guys or something because engineering, obviously. And then I show up with a different hair and I'm trying to say hi to them and they don't know who I am. Yeah, sometimes that happens. Just because I changed my hair, so Mm -hmm. it's like, then, but like... Or remember the time you first started working at my store and then a customer walked up to you and said, oh, you always change your hair, but it was your first shift. So you figured that she thought you were me. Yeah. (laughs) And then just because, because I always change my hair when I'm working there, right? And in my workplace, there are only like two black girls. So it's either, as of before, it was either me or the other black girl working there. So if they walk in, they're like, okay, maybe if they don't know my face very well, they'll be like, okay, it's most likely Hasha. But then I always change my hair at work because I don't really like I don't I can have don't care I yeah. can have afro today I can have braids today but morning. see what happened when when we went for the Christmas party for mm-hmm. instance we went for the Christmas party of the place we work at mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's Christmas I changed my hair and I went for the Christmas party no one knew who I was remember yeah you were there yeah. like no one knew who I was just because I changed and it's not even like I went from a weave to like this thing so it, it was just. Yeah, it was just really weird. Interesting. Yeah, interesting and everything. So that's why I don't really like talking about my hair because it kind of makes you the other. Mm -hmm. And like they find a way to make you feel like the other. It's just weird. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about actually before? Shit. <laughs> um, I don't even remember. Yeah, we're talking about weaves and extensions. Okay, so so. weaves and extensions. So do people ask me if I, if it's my, people ask me if it's my real hair or not, and people ask me how I put it on or how I do it. Mm-hmm. I tell them watch YouTube, mm-hmm. Google it. And oh my god, I don't know why people just don't Google stuff. Like if you if you see, okay, I I, I mean I don't mind answering questions. I mind because the the frequency at which you are asked mm-hmm. starts getting annoying. annoying. It's not about like you asking. Mm-hmm. It's about. Think about it. Before you asked, mm-hmm. 50 other people asked me this exact mm-hmm. same question. It's tiring. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to live. I don't want to be in a museum. I don't want true, to be the spokesperson for true, all black people. True, Like, true, you know? True. Yeah. I feel like people... Google is free. Like, if there's something... if they, Like, usually I have burning questions. And sometimes it's not necessarily appropriate. Sometimes, even if it's appropriate, it's just a struggle to have to ask like okay for example i might have a question maybe like um chinese people in general but like i can just google it because google is there exists and google will give me a lot of information that maybe a chinese person might not even feel comfortable giving and stuff like that so like sometimes like i wish some people would just like youtube is there like just youtube black hair oh my god you don't even need to know anything about black hair just type in black hair and literally <laughs> a lot of things to come up. You have extensive study to read. Yeah. Yeah. It's so stressful. Yeah. It's so stressful. I think to answer the question about extensions, like mm-hmm. in general, I think it's a cultural thing. Like we've just 
used their hair extensions for a really long time. Like oh, even in ancient, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, yeah. ancient Africa, like mm-hmm. Egyptians, like even in West African tribes, mm-hmm. we always had like some sort of extension. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, oh, we're trying to make ourselves fake or anything. Oh no, extensions are not fake. Okay, so, so what do you mean they're not fake? As in, it's not your as in, hair. It's not, it's not meant to be like I like people I don't believe people wear extensions necessarily to hide their hair. Mm-hmm. It's an adornment mm-hmm. one. It is a protective style too. Like there are a lot of reasons surrounding It's more where, complex. But yeah. like explain that because like I feel like a lot of people don't understand that it is. So okay. a lot of like okay, you find a lot of like black men. I'm so I I, I have I, I don't want to say I have nothing against black men because I do. I do in this, in this topic, yes. <laughs> but, but like, sorry, instead guys. of, yeah, sorry guys, I, I don't want to be throwing out blame or anything, yeah. but then, what? Guys, be educated. For Come me, on. for me with black men, I, okay, not all black men do this, right? But then I have a problem with, okay, like I said, um, extensions are used for as an adornment, as a protective style. You know, there's so many reasons. There's genuinely people who wear extensions to also to hide their natural hair as well. Mm-hmm. But then like, there's so many reasons why somebody could be wearing extensions. Now, I have a problem with b- black men who come in to say, oh, they, um, they kind of see na- people who wear natural hair as like, you're not really like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you're not, um, when you're, you're wearing natural hair, like, that's not a babe. Like, oh my gosh, people this who wear is, natural hair are yeah, not babes. Are not babes. Like, you know, this is actually kind of what I wanted to talk about when we talked about weaves. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I feel like weaves generally, like, straight hair mm-hmm. weaves, not, like, there's weaves that imitate what your actual hair would be. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so if a girl that had 4C hair mm-hmm. wore a 4C wig mm-hmm. or had, like, 4C clippings, it's mm-hmm. kind of like an extension of what your yeah, hair actually would be. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, braids, which are, like, specific to Africanness. Africanness, yeah. Okay. But then there's wigs that are straight and I, I wear, I have worn wigs and I, I wear wigs. So this is not even co- me coming for anyone. This is literally me coming for myself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like we don't talk about it enough mm-hmm. just cause it's a thing that we've just done. But I, I'm like, do we think about what it is that we are doing hmm. like well enough? I mean, there's stuff that you just do just cause you do it. Because you think it looks nice and you do. But I feel like, yeah, but then if you think about it, okay, I was watching a YouTuber and like she said a sentence that I was just like, oh shit, that's so true. So it's like when she has braids on, she doesn't get approached as much as she does get approached when she has a a weave on. And she was like, you know, because like, you know, a weave just, it makes you pop, you know? And I'm just like, yeah, like I, I see it like... I understand where she's coming from. Yeah. And, and it's just so weird because the hair industry as well makes so much money. Like apparently 80% of, um, the hair industry is consumed by black women, mm-hmm. but only 3% of it is owned by black women. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they are playing on an insecurity that mm-hmm. we have, mm-hmm. which is our hair. Because mm-hmm. like when I got my internship and I was going for interviews around that period of time, I did a weave. And I did it consciously mm. because I was like, if I look more European, if I look more kept, mm. in quotes, more professional, in quotes, even if it's not a conscious bias they have, mm-hmm. it's, there's still a bias. Mm-hmm. And I don't want that bias to be a factor in them considering. I want them to look at, I mean, I'm black, so there's still going to be a bias, mm-hmm. but I don't want to add more to their bias. Mm-hmm. I want them to see my skills and see it like for real. So I put on a weave. So I'm just like, that's an insecurity that they're playing on 
on us but like and you're not, also we're allowing playing you're playing into it, into it as well yeah right? so i'm just like yeah i think we need to have more conversations about that and i feel like we're not having those conversations i think it's because like what she said it makes you pop right and then a lot of people don't really think it, it okay so i like this shirt because i like it simple like a lot of people don't want to go into the reasons why they like the shirt like oh is it like revealing or is it like the color or, like so i feel like with weaves it's like you just a lot of people are like, it's weave, it's a weave, it's nice. And then even when you want to have conversation about, oh, but like, it's not your hair. Like, are you trying to hide your hair? They're like, no, it's not that deep. Yeah. Yeah. Or, and stuff like that. But to an extent, it is kind of deep. But then, yeah, like, I feel, I feel like in general, like, I think it's really deep because if I wanted to go to an interview with my natural hair, like, I mean, I can, but like, usually it's like sort of frowned upon. Yeah. I mean, for me, I want to go into an interview with my natural hair, but like, it's usually frowned upon, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like because of that, and also because like a lot of people look at you as a higher person in society, sort of if you wear weaves versus and if like, you have a straight like straight straight hair. yeah yeah versus like the or if you have looser curls mm-hmm. versus like the typical like thick four C hair. hair. You know, there's a whole there's a whole natural hair movement right now. Like mm-hmm. everyone is going natural, mm-hmm. but do you know who dominates that space? People with like 3B hair, people mm-hmm. with like looser curls. Mm-hmm. So it's so weird that even though we are trying to appreciate ourselves more and mm-hmm. people with 3C, 3B hair are beautiful. Mm-hmm. They are, but they're not the only people that, that have, are beautiful. Yeah, that are beautiful with their hair. So hair. it's kind of weird when we're like, okay, let's appreciate natural hair. And then there's only one type of natural hair that mm-hmm. we are mm-hmm. appreciating. Yeah. It's just so weird. Mm-hmm. You know, when that nigger fishing thing was happening on Twitter, like, <laughs> Who they were trying to emulate is the ideal black person. Mm-hmm. The ideal black person is mixed race, mm-hmm. has loose curls with that 3B hair. Mm-hmm. But like, that's not how our, like, other, that's, that doesn't, it's not a good representation for everyone. Of everyone, like yeah. the different kinds of black people. Yeah. Can we talk about how Michelle Obama had straight hair basically throughout the time that she was the first lady mm-hmm. and then when she was off first lady duty that's when we basically like saw so her, her natural, natural hair. hair and i'm just like this speaks volumes yeah. even though like she's someone that everyone respects we respect her and everything mm-hmm. do you think you have to play into it um i think i think the more people that start to challenge it the more because some people okay so so when people see me with my natural hair, sometimes they ask me, how do I get it like that? <laughs> so some people don't know that like, that's literally how, your hair how my hair grows. Yeah. And I think the more people cover it up, um, the more, the less people would know. So I feel like, um, I mean, for me, this is a decision I've already made that I will be someone who like goes out to places with my hair. However, I want it to be at that point in time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter as long as it looks neat. As long as it looks neat to me in terms of natural hair speak, then it is fine and not neat to like Western standards and stuff like that. So I feel like the more people that are willing to go against the system to say, this is actually me, this is my hair, take it or leave it, then I think if you, you know, people will be more aware. And when people are more aware of it, people would accept it, like, because they see everybody has it, right? Mm -hmm. Not like those few people, they they wouldn't look at you like, oh, you're just too urban or you're trying to be too black or something like that. They would just know that is just how black people are. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I saw an article last week that was saying that, like, it's now illegal in um, the state of New York, basically, for you to discriminate in 
the workplace against like hair. Yeah. What um your employer basically did at that mm-hmm. point in time when she told you to sleek your hair back. Mm-hmm. What is that? They can't do that in New York. Mm-hmm. And then I saw someone replied that tweet and they were like, just deep the fact that we needed a law to wear their hair the way it grows out of their head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> And it's crazy. It's just crazy. It's, I think that, that law, like, it's really good because it it's would help. necessary, yeah, but it it's is. just crazy. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm just trying to, like, harp in the, um, the depth to which mm-hmm. it goes. I don't, I, I don't have these discussions enough. Okay. For instance, with feminism, if you don't, like, talk about it a lot, like, no one's really going to understand it. Mm-hmm. Like, so, but I feel like I shy away from the topic because I feel like I'm so tired mm-hmm. and maybe even a bit ashamed, like, to talk about it. Like, sometimes, Sometimes I just wish I would have hair that would just be straight and I would just roll out of my bed and commit, you know, mm-hmm. and like all of that. But no, it requires work. But I think that work is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm in the process of learning all of that. Mm-hmm. Like it requires more care mm-hmm. than like maybe white hair and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's beautiful. And I think everyone needs to start understanding that it's beautiful. Yeah. And just, you know, yeah. Especially black people, because you are the ones like I remember having this argument with my aunt about like dreads being unkept and like not fit for like work cultists, <laughs> if you wear dreadlocks <laughs> <laughs> or like how they make nigerians but oh my god they made okay they make nigerian in schools they make nigerian boys cut their hair but like yeah. when there's a white person or someone with looser curls they, they, they don't. don't enforce the same rules on them so mm-hmm. like um we, <laughs> not in my school we even had a mixed race girl in my school and mm-hmm. like we had to do some kind of like we, i don't okay Okay, actually, no, no, no. There was a time we were allowed to carry our head loose. But I feel mm-hmm. like even if they made us do braids or something like that, they wouldn't have enforced it on her. <laughs> no, in my school, there was this girl, she was half... I don't even know if she was half. I feel like she was actually fully Italian. Mm-hmm. And she... No, I think she was half Nigerian, half Italian. And she mm-hmm. came and she, she, for like the first two weeks, I think they weren't quite sure what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, so they, they kept quiet. But then after a while, bro, sis came to school with all back. Oh, yeah. So you do not have two heads. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So, so it wasn't like, every school. Yeah. It wasn't every okay. school that, but I think a lot of schools just didn't enforce this. Yeah. But I feel like we have a kind of hatred towards our, our hair. hair because even right now, like when I'm home sometimes, and my sorry my mom just might not be conscious about these things but yeah that's maybe why we should keep talking Mm -hmm. about it but like when i decided to go natural for the first year my mom is like it has grown would you relax it (laughs) every one like two months or something Mm -hmm. it's like it has grown time to relax yeah sure you can like you chopped it because it wasn't healthy it's healthy now Mm, relax relax it it. so i was just like no i don't want to relax my hair i had to like keep telling her and then all of a sudden now she's quite cool with it but even when i don't make my hair and mm-hmm. i go home i just have my natural hair out mm-hmm. it's like uh, uh, won't you make your make hair make your hair make your like hair when i going to looking, make your hair yeah or like or i don't know if it's still this the, the same now but when last i was in nigeria people used to see people who have natural hairs broke yeah, yeah yeah like i didn't think about it from this angle but then if you think about it in relation to what we said about the african tribes thing mm-hmm. how your hair and how you did your hair basically mm-hmm. spoke about your so- social status mm-hmm. about your basically your status in society so you feel so like maybe it's the, in relation the to symbols that. of status have changed and relaxed yeah. hair is no the- not necessarily relaxed hair because okay my mom has come to terms with the fact that my hair is not 
relaxed mm-hmm. but she just doesn't want me to just always just have it out like mm-hmm. that because okay say we have an event are you going to go with your hair unmade are you going to go with the hair that the hair? grows out of your head like oh normally my like wow. you need to do something with it you oh need to gosh. talk it away like wow. just remove it <laughs> cover it it's just yeah it's just really weird but like yeah we're running out of time so because you know you guys wanted this sorry i'm kind of bitter because like I really like when the episodes are long enough for us to like, you know, talk about everything, but it's fine. So we might be rambling after this. So we're going to go. Let's talk about appropriation before we end. Appropriation. What do I think about appropriation? I think it is crazy that they would discriminate against us when we have our hair that grows from our head. Then when they make it cool, it's cool. I don't think we're hating on it because of the fact that they're doing the hair like it's just that you're making a mockery of basically what we have struggled through. So in that you're making it look very trivial. You're not even appreciating where it comes from. Like one day they would make a new hairstyle in quotes, new. Um, the Kardashians wear a, a new hair and they would, they would call it something else. And then all of a sudden, wow, they invented it. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I, the way I see appropriation is why it is such a big thing. It is because when black people do it, because black people have always done it, mm-hmm. it is not seen as normal. Mm-hmm. But then you need someone who is not black to make it normal. To make it normal. Like even if a black celebrity did it, they would say, ah, this one is doing, um, ghetto hairstyles ghetto but like once kardashians do it it's cool and it's because i don't think i I don't have a problem for me i mean i think you can appreciate it you can like if i see someone who is not black doing like a black hairstyle Mm -hmm. i don't immediately think oh my god like take that off your head because i mean at the end of the day for me it's still a hairstyle i just hope that as you did it as you were doing it you know you were appreciative and you were not like, mm-hmm. you know, disrespectful. But then I think what makes appropriation really, really bad is just the fact that it really shows that we do not have any power in the society, even if we are high up above. Mm-hmm. If Beyonce used to do all back, <laughs> it would be ghetto. You know, it's so funny because Beyonce had like though- straight hair, straight hair, straight hair. Till she made it, and then now she's all of a sudden like black, 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 mm-hmm. black, black, uh, black power. Yeah. So I think it just shows that you have to, con- even like with the Michelle Obama yeah. thing that I brought up, you have to conform, 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 get to a point where you are like, Powerful. there's nothing you can do really to take you down from that power yeah. and then do, do now start forming like black power. But like, what are the normal people that like have to go? With the, I think, I think everything? it's because I, it maybe it also plays into the fact that if, if Beyonce does something right, all back, for example, <laughs> Other people, like, aside from black people, look up to her and they don't feel like they can do it. But then because the Kardashians are, like, I don't know, like, they're white. So white people look at them and they're like, oh, yeah, they're doing it so we can do it too. But if Beyonce did it, they would look at Beyonce and they would think, we can't really do this. This is a black thing. It could also be this too. It's a combination of a whole bunch of things, I think. But at the end of the day, it still shows because obviously once white people accepted, because all back, all back before, I remember when I did all back, catch yourselves, all of you people, because you people called me house girl. In bond, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> In high school, I used to do, because you know, I don't really care. I used to do all back 
with my hair and then you know when you you reach Canada they are supposed to do like braids yes yeah. like oh you finally have well, I remember finishing secondary school mm-hmm. and I was just like the last day of secondary school mm-hmm. I was like I never have to do all back again that's a lie because senior secondary school they allowed us start doing braids mm-hmm. but um I, I think there was just a point where I was just like, when I left, I was like, there's no, I, I'm never doing all back in my life again. But it fits you. It doesn't fit me, girl. Like, so no, it different. didn't. They, they said it didn't fit no, me because I I've did. Seen you in all but, but the fact is, I used to do all back and they all said, I look like a house girl. I look trashy or I look this or I look mm-hmm. that, right? This is what all that was said. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe I'm exaggerating. <laughs> but they said I look like a house girl, Sha, mm-hmm. and they complained quite a bit. But like, now that like the it's Kardashians cool. did it, mm-hmm. if I was to do the same all back, no nobody would tell me that I look like a house girl, I look trashy because suddenly they have elevated that hairstyle that I have been doing since. They mm-hmm. have put it up in a higher place. So that is the that is what makes it infuriating. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's tiring. Yeah. And it's also kind of weird because like most of the hairstyles that they appropriate can't mm-hmm. really last long in their hair. Like we do it because it's a protective style. So mm-hmm. it has like a function too. Mm-hmm. But like because of the looseness of their hair, like when they braid it back, it'll last maybe two days before. Mm-hmm. Even dreadlocks, mm-hmm. like when they do dread oh. So I guess I guess that's why um a lot of offices like going into an office, let's say you do all back, and for you that is your idea of neat because back home doing all back is an is something that's seen as neat, I need, right? which is why so, they enforce it in enforce like secondary school. So right? like yeah. I can go to a workplace and do all back, and they can be like, oh, this one is being she's being extra with her hair, mm-hmm. right? Because they see white people do it, and when white people do it, it is a white person actually being extra because mm-hmm. it doesn't last in their hair as mm-hmm, they say mm-hmm. so like it being popular like that in pop culture just really changes the meaning of that of hairstyle what it is. yeah we need to start yeah just yeah. having the discussions yeah so we're gonna move on to lessons from the week do you mm-hmm. want to hit it okay so i got invited y'all to uh calm down <laughs> <laughs> you know i got invited to like hang out with a couple people so what hang Hang out. <laughs> yeah? Hang. 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 Okay, yeah. So I got invited to hang. I see it. <laughs> yeah. Show you how exclusive I was. Okay, okay. Okay. So I got invited to hang out with like a couple people. And like at first I wanted to say no because, you know, I had a lot of work to do. But then I just said yes. And it ended up being really, really fun. Mm-hmm. And I just started to think about all the times I said no to events like hey, from first year this to is now. Not advice. <laughs> No, I love me. The point is that the point is the point is like okay, okay, true, 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 true. But what I'm saying is, I just felt like my lesson from the week is live a little bit. Like even though you may have like a lot of things going on, and you may feel like you know things might not be, you don't have the luxury to enjoy yourself and have fun. I mean, if it's free, like as long as if you're broke and you don't have to pay for it, like just just give 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 it a chance. You know, you deserve some happiness in your life. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, just live. Yeah, live. It was fun. I, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, my lesson from the week is weird, but like I realized that a lot of girls don't actually mind talking to a guy that has a girlfriend hmm? as long as they don't know his girlfriend. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so weird because every single person I talk, okay. No, I can't go into the details of this mm-hmm. story. But yeah, I just, and I also listened to some, someone talk about basically like, yeah, I was listening to his podcast and they were talking about like, oh, if they had like, are they jealous? 
And then they were talking about the fact that like, oh, their significant other was going out with a girl that they knew they wouldn't mind. Mm. But if it was a girl they didn't know, then they would feel like kind mm. of weird. And I realized that it is because of that. Mm. Because I don't think the girl code includes girls you don't know. Mm. And I, I came to that realization. I was mm. like, shh. Snapping fingers, yeah, snappy I, fingers. Yeah, snappy, like if you guys, I, we're not relationship people, but like I mean, once in a while we like a good banter. So if you want us to talk about it, like in an episode or something, hit us up. Because mm-hmm. like I feel like I feel like I gained so much wisdom from like observing this week, like you know. So like yeah, I was yeah I was taking a back because I was expecting like pushback, but okay, girls push back shit. from what? Don't worry, no no details. Um yeah, so that's our episode from this week, and we just wanted to remind you guys to send those emails. Remember episode 16 when we were talking about our heritage and we're asking you guys to send us emails about the place you are from? Please let us know. Send us those emails at the Podcast at gmail.com and let us know about where you're from. We're going to read it in our final episode for this season. Also, like on that episode, we just want to read like you guys' emails. So if you have any questions for us, any questions at all, we are here to answer them. Send us that email. Um, we're going to put that in in the description follow us on twitter instagram and yeah we'll catch you guys next week peace bye, bye. <laughs>